0: Hi guys, welcome to the Betcha Sub podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein.
1: I'm Amanda Duberman.
0: And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sub podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happening in the news explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Yes, today we're talking about embassies trolling Mike Pence with pride flags.
1: Adding a citizenship question to the 2020 census.
0: And Trump says that he will accept help from a foreign power in the next election. Let's get into it.
1: Betches Media
0: presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do, okay. do you like beer, Senator, or not. Um, My party is going bat- crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- it- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast.
1: America!
0: Guys, we're back with Amanda. She is just. Hello. I hope you liked her last time. Me I know too. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. I'm super excited to be hosting with you for the first time. Yeah. But not the last, I'm sure. Nope. Um, To get started, we have a few announcements. First is that my co-founder, Aileen, and I will be hosting our very first Diet Starts Tomorrow live show. It is taking place Wednesday, July 31st in New York City at the Gramercy Theater. Doors open at 7 p.m. And we're going to be playing games. We're going to be having guests from the Diet Starts Tomorrow podcast. We're going to have food. It is going to be an amazing time. There's also VIP tickets available if you want to meet us, take a pick, get the best seats in the house. And all you have to do is go to Betches.co slash DST Live to get tickets. And it's going to be a great time. I can't wait. Even Amanda's going to be I there. You guys wait. can meet her in person. Yes. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, so just two quick more things. We have added a special new feature to the up email this week and it is a question of the day we're going to pose a question for you guys you can answer us via twitter and then we'll feature you we'll retweet you maybe we'll even put you on the of up story mm-hmm. so what's the question today
1: okay so the question today this week a big poll came out showing that six democrats lead president trump for the 2020 general election this is kind of the first big poll like that but polls have done us wrong in the past what do you guys think about polls how much faith are you putting in polls this election cycle do they matter tweet us your thoughts we want to know i'm on the fence on this too so like please educate me what do you guys think yes so we're going to add this
0: to every email from now on every day it's going to be fun there's so many different opportunities for you to get retweeted by your favorite account and podcast i've already learned a lot from you guys just from doing it this week I do find it really interesting to hear people's opinions. I love seeing their answers. So to get the email, if you don't have it already, go to betches.co slash sup sign up. uh, Tell your friends. And to spread the love of this podcast, we also want to ask you to share this podcast with your friends when you're listening to it. Take an Instagram story, screenshot it post it tag us tag the batches up we'll regram you it really means a lot to us to hear your reactions to hear that you're listening to see that you're listening and tell your friends to subscribe and rate review and subscribe yourself so thank you um So let's get into it. Amanda, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America?
1: Okay, what's getting me through this week in Trump's America? So embassies across the world are trolling Mike Pence with Trump flags. Okay, so broader context. This year, the State Department told embassies um, around the world not to display a pride flag. This is June, it's Pride Month. Historically, they've been encouraged to do it. Actually, since 2011, uh, with the Obama administration, they were like, "We, uh, gay rights are human rights. Please participate in this." There were reports that the State Department were telling embassies, "Please don't do this." And then Mike Pence actually confirmed that last night. He said, "I, I agree. I support that ban. We should not be doing that. No reasoning." But across the world, cities and countries, uh, consulates and embassies are flying flags anyway. Um, You'll see flags in Seoul, South Korea, Santiago, Chile, Vienna, some cities in India. And then other cities are sort of finding like really fun, clever ways around it. Um, we posted on instagram today an embassy in new delhi they just lit up their whole building as a rainbow not a flag just a rainbow
0: more than a flag more than a
1: flag another place like i saw that they they just hung individual colors to arrange a rainbow rather than just having a rainbow flag which is incredible um so you're saying that in trying to stop something they didn't like
0: they have the trump administration has actually made the problem worse
1: They've made their problem worse Yes They yes. tend to do that They do They do It's yeah. just It's unbelievable that like Other countries We have to tell them not to be Accepting of, of LGBT people But it's been yeah. truly thrilling To see like the fun ways That they're working around it And the ones that are just like Fuck it Yeah this It
0: is, it almost calls more attention To the problem Like how oh, when they start Putting exactly. the kids in cages right. We now have like The biggest inflow Of migrants totally. ever Right They have to like seem. They have to understand That they're just like Doing a really shitty job so
1: yeah yeah it did not achieve the aim it definitely did the opposite and the places that have done it have been like widely celebrated
0: yeah well i also saw something just when we were speaking about lgbt rights i saw that republicans want to have um lgbt people or just anyone sexual orientation and gender identity removed from anti-lynching bills yeah um yeah that's nice it's unbelievable like you like they really like Basically, you're like either the party of lynching or you're the party of accepting people for right. who they are, right?
1: Or like lynching isn't necessarily bad, no, and yeah. keep everybody on the list, nobody ugh. right? Like, who should like who's part of the lynching, right? Who's not at risk, right? Of yeah, okay, Sammy, what's getting you through the week
0: earlier this week? Donald Trump came out to the lawn as he does and graced us with his words, and he started, <laughs> he. It, as, okay, if, if you were listening last week, you know that he caused—he basically told Mexico that he was going to put massive tariffs on them if they didn't stop the migrants from coming. But then they, nothing changed, but he said, we solved the problem with Mexico and we reached a deal and it's bigger and better than ever and they're going to stop the migrants. So this week he came out and he was like, I have the deal. I have the deal. And he starts waving around this like piece of paper.
2: That's the agreement that everybody says I don't have. But here's the agreement. It's a very simple agreement. So here's your thing. You know, they all say, oh, he does it. I I just give you my word. So right here is the agreement. It's very simple. (laughs) It's right here. (laughs)
1: Should we count how many was that It was like four or five it's right here it's right here You should watch it on YouTube because he's just like waving It around putting it in his pocket This is not the first time
0: that he's used like Dummy paper no right like He's remember like early on When we thought him lying about crowd size yeah. Was like a problem he came out With like huge stacks of paper and it was Like this is the new tax bill right And it was just like reams of like Unused paper Well, remember
1: what they Say like if you always tell the truth you don't Have to remember the lies he has to write his His lies down and carry them around in his pocket,
0: (laughs) right? Like when he wrote, like remember the time he wrote, like no collusion or like
1: Biden has (laughs) no accomplishments. Sleepy Joe, sleepy Joe. I think that's what he. I I wonder what what these will go for when he is out of office oh my like, god where will these where will these end up they should use that, that's, he'll probably his, keep them for his museum his library of his congress library. is just gonna be like filled with blank papers just like printer paper <laughs> yeah these are all my accomplishments yeah. <laughs> my book of accomplishments is just yeah. like a scrapbook of all these things a blank paper yeah. yeah 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 no so someone
0: someone made a joke to me that it was like his to-do list yeah. and it's like totally empty completely <laughs> it do shit yeah um Yeah. So the Washington Post examined the visible elements of the paper and they determined that it had signatures, but it was definitely not the signatures of anyone who could authorize a deal with Mexico. And everything that was in this deal was already like well-known, well-established things that they had already agreed on to, to basically stop the inflow of migrants that they had already agreed on. But he thinks they should be doing more.
1: Yeah. And, and Washington Post conceded, we can't see what's on the top third of the paper, but it's very unlikely it was anything of substance. And this lacks signatures of anybody who actually matters. It's, but it's, here it is. Here it is. It's very unlikely that the top third of the paper yeah. contained a whole agreement. Totally. It reminds me of like when I would like sign my own like F's on quizzes. When yeah. you had to get your parents signed And I'd just be like Wave it around Just here it is Yep okay Nope yeah. you don't need it. it's, it's right here Thanks bye yeah. I got it Yep all good She knows we're good <laughs> That's exactly yeah.
0: That's exactly what it's like I mean as we know He's like still stuck in like Seven That's grade, probably so. how he
1: learned it From all yeah. his failed quizzes Yeah Right He, he also is like not letting Fordham release his grades because right. like they're so good. Well, today he tweeted he. It was a pleasure to meet the Prince of Wales, as in the sea mammal, not the place. He deleted <sighs> it right away, which is even out of character for him. So if he embarrasses himself, that's like. Ooh. It's possible that an assistant deleted it. Let's be uh, yeah, real. Probably. <laughs> it's like, oh God, damn
0: it, Donald. Yeah, yeah, Don
1: McGann just like nope, can't let it happen. Don't.
0: Yeah. Oh really?
1: Okay, okay. Let's get into the main news. Okay. Do you want to do this first story? I will. Yeah. So this is like this has sort of been an ongoing story that has really come to a. Head this week. Yesterday, the president invoked executive privilege to shield documents related to why his administration wants to add a citizenship question to the 2020 sentence to sentence census. So this has sort of been an ambient issue for a while. There's this proposal of his administration, his uh, commerce secretary, this guy named Wilbur Ross, who just sounds like such a pus. he's just like a, he's like a walrus very walrus like yes very slumped yeah but um, he has like literally gills he does oh, sorry you shouldn't make fun of his appearance i know it's not nice but it just matches his like general like spiritual Demeanor. hideousness anyway yeah um so they want to add this question they say you know adding this question i honestly frankly was sort of surprised that wasn't already on there i Same. just assumed um it's not um nobody it hasn't been on there since 1950 actually they say they wanted to help better enforce the voting rights act um they've given no broader justification than that but how would that better i don't really understand at all i guess just like okay we know who is who can vote like
0: at least they're like not too lazy to come up with like a lie that kind of would right 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 even though they better right yeah they
1: usually do Even though they were like jumping for joy when the Supreme Court said, like, we don't need to really worry about the Voting Rights Act anymore. Everything's fine. No more racism. Everything's cool. It ended. Yeah, it ended. Um, But opponents are really, really worried about this. And the more I read about it, the more worried I am, too. So when you ask putting a citizenship question on there, we obviously do count undocumented people in our census. We count everybody in the country. The Constitution says that's the point of it. Obviously, with any administration, but especially this one, you ask undocumented people to put on a piece of paper they're submitting to the government, whether or not they're a citizen. They're not going to do that. They're probably not. So it's like tremendously dissuades a ton of people from participating in the sentence census right now. I'm just going to say sentence. (laughs) It's the (laughs) sentence now. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, there are about, in 2017, yeah, right, right. It's all the same. In 2017, there are about 10 million undocumented people. I would imagine that number is higher. We hear about how much higher it's gotten in recent years. That's so many people to not even count as being in our country. And we use the census. For this issue, I think we're talking about two main things. One is like funding. How much money do places get? If you undercount, if we undercount how many how many people are in certain places, they're not going to get as much money for their schools, for their roads, for hospitals that get federal funding. Um, like schools literally will not have desks in them if we don't know how many people are there. And obviously undocumented people, it depends where, but some can be concentrated in specific communities. So you can totally imagine a scenario where like they just, the budget that they are given based on how many people we thought are there because people didn't want to answer this question is just like, like, disastrously low. Yeah, I mean, and even, like, now you hear about this, you know, kind of just
0: randomly, like, school classes will be, like, 40 yeah. kids, and, and this teachers have yeah. to, like, spend their own money on supplies, even though they get paid, like, $35,000 a year, right. and it's, like, I just don't understand, like, what these, these people's, like, vision for this country is. Like, what... I get, like, maybe they have some sort of, like, conservative, like, philosophy of, like, self-reliance yeah. and, like, cutting costs and stuff, but, like, it just why do you not want to like help your country be better than other countries? Yeah. Like in China, they go to school 12 months a year. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know if that's accurate. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to <laughs> misspeak, but yeah. like they have a much more rigorous education system. Like yeah. I just, I look, I'm not going to compare us to China, yeah. but like, cause they obviously have unbreathable air, yeah. but, um, <laughs> Soon. Yeah. It's soon by us. Right. Uh, but, like,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's just it's just yeah. terrible. I mean, Republicans don't like taxing people more money to help with public education. And that's another part of this is that the fewer people there appear to be in a place, the fewer representatives that place will get in Congress. So if you if we look at a state and we have the impression that there's not a lot of people because all of the undocumented people, which tend to be people of color, do not answer this that's going to look like it's all white people who also tend to be conservative. And it's going to just like, it rigs everything in Republicans favor. There's also a lot of sort of like sort of logistical, like how districts are drawn. Like it uses all this information and like, People were already like, this seems shady. And then yesterday when the president was like, No, you can't see our our paper that we wrote about why we want to do this. Because the paper says we want to do this because it will help us. Well, wasn't there like this guy who had been His he, dead. He's he, dead. His name's yeah. like um his name's Robert Hoffeller.
0: Yeah. So he was kind of the engineer of like the gerrymandering strategy, yeah. like the idea that you could actually increase the number of conservative um representatives by basically drawing right. district lines in a way that was beneficial to them and he also was kind of the mastermind behind this idea that if you add this question to the sen- the census oh, now I'm s- the yeah. sentence <laughs> if you add this question cuz it's like a question is a sentence right. but whatever yeah if you add this question to the sen- the census that you will be able to basically depress the number of people in the country leaving fewer representatives to those areas. Yeah. But let's say you, let's say you do ask that question and they answer it, then you'll know where to find them so yeah. that you can then right. deport right. them. Right. Exactly. So for them, it's kind of like this beautiful catch-22. For us, right. it's a really shitty, it's a normal catch-22. Right. Very right. bad.
1: Yeah. They like can kill two birds with one stone. Um, But yeah, like And they like literally would do
0: that they literally they're barbaric would like, like that. that. If
1: they could stone people, they would. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: they're trying to lynch.
1: Yeah. They're like... They're still trying to lynch.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: AOC actually like yesterday, she got really, really fired up about this. It was amazing. We posted some on her Instagram, but
2: um, she sort of Should explains yeah, why it's so important. The census is a constitutionally mandated operation that we are required to implement every 10 years. It is one of the most vital and sensitive things that we do in our government. Any change to the census Any addition of a question usually takes five years of a process to make sure that it is vetted, that every word has been tested, to make sure that it is effective, because it is one of the most important things that we do. So it's not that I want to, this is not about whether or not I want to know who is a citizen in the United States or not. What I want to know is why after why this question was added, why two years have been shaved off of that five-year process. I want to know why we have skipped every normal mandated procedure in testing how this question gets added in the census
1: first damn you know
0: snaps for her ability yeah. to pronounce sentences <laughs> that many times <laughs> it, it's interesting because when she was saying how this has shaved two years off the process it also reminds me of how Mitch McConnell has shaved like 30 hours off the process of confirming federal yeah. judges yeah. because that's like their that's their strategy it's yeah. just like jam it through unless mm-hmm. it's Merrick Garland's nomination right jam it through and make sure that like we just get what we want right away and I just really feel like we need to start employing totally. Strategies like that sometimes. Because something
1: wild Like this happens every day That you're like Okay well that's the one That happened yesterday And you don't yeah. Even think about how like 10 years ago This would have taken twice as long And this never would have happened Yeah So I think like yeah The way she framed it too Is like Let's step aside from like the racism and corruption. Like, why are we rushing this? Why, why, why? This is so important because um, people tend to just like go for her on kind of social justice warrior things. And I thought that was like a really strategic way to kind of approach it.
0: Good for her. Yeah. She's she's learning their criticism. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like they, they have these strategies that like I just feel like You've got to be a little bit perverse and evil to oh, think yeah. of. Like right. these underhanded things that it's like the rules that no one knows about. Yeah. The weird. Yeah. I, I started listening on the last podcast. Elise recommended listening to Embedded, mm-hmm. which is an NPR book podcast. And this whole season is about Mitch McConnell. It is grueling. Really? Yeah. Oh I, I was going to text you and recommend it. Now I guess I'm just saying it here. <laughs> so it's it's good. But he is everything like, about him
1: is painful. He's oh man yeah. okay I, I can't even get into him right now yeah I'll like cry or something so what's well my favorite my favorite part about this story is like how we found out that the motivation for this is really political in the main way was that like this dead GOP strategist that we talked about okay so how did we get his hard drive his estranged daughter they didn't get along he dies and she like gives it to a watchdog group she's like there's definitely shady shit on here here you go and they found it pretty where, quickly
0: where is she true American I, know, hero. I know I
1: know I could not find like any information about her anywhere but she is Good for her Yeah, She should
0: She would definitely be getting Like a bunch of death threats From you know The lynchers Yeah (laughs) Uh So our next piece of shady ass news Is that yesterday Trump had an interview with ABC News And George Stephanopoulos Basically asked him If anyone were to approach his campaign With information about an opponent If he would tell the FBI Since that's kind of like The whole point of the Mueller investigation And that's everything that's been talked about for the past two and a half years yeah. and this is what he said
2: your campaign this time around if foreigners if russia if china if someone else offers you information on opponent, should they accept it or should they call the fbi i think maybe you do both i think you might want to listen i don't there's nothing wrong with listening if somebody called from a country norway we have information on your opponent oh i think i'd want to hear it you want that kind of interference in our elections it's not an interference they have information i think i'd take it if i thought there was something wrong i'd go maybe to the fbi if i thought there was something wrong the
0: beauty of this clip other than the insanely corrupt aspect of it is that we have a new trump tell he doesn't know any countries yeah He's, like, only ever heard of, like, five. Yeah. He, Norway is one Norway. of them. He always is he mentioning Norway.
1: Like, take, for example, Norway. For example, Norway.
0: <laughs> That's, like, what he uses as, like, a country that, like... Right. As the neutral country Total, as exactly. a comparison, like yeah. when he's not trying to be racist, yeah. he calls right. out Norway. Right, right. Hey, watch this space for more Norway references.
1: He's gonna have like a Norway news newsletter when he's done with all this. <laughs> yeah, he's like lots of white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're yeah. tall. They're yeah. blonde. They look like a Vanka. Yeah, he's probably. You know what I'm imagining? It's probably just like you know how in Veep, her like antagonist is like the is Minna, the like Finnish. Yeah, That's probably he's probably got a Minna of his that he's just always got Norway on on the. Or on he bread. has it's like a like Norway.
0: Yeah, or he has like a, a minna who he finds hot.
1: That's probably yeah. it. That's probably it. Yeah. And he just wants her to know. So he like plants all these Easter eggs around. Like, Like, say for instance, if Norway were to maybe approach me and offer me something, I don't know. I might, if Norway wanted to, I might say yes. Yeah, it's crazy so the reason
0: this came out in this the reason this question was even asked yesterday oh, is because yesterday Don jr testified in front of the intelligence committee I know that is the only time Don jr and <laughs> intelligence will be used in the same sentence by me ever again um, so he testified and basically he they were asking him about his failure to tell the FBI about the meeting the meeting we the all meeting. know what meeting I'm talking about dun, dun, dun. and he decided not to tell them so they asked George Stephanopoulos asked this question and like, even though I know that the Russians are going to try to interfere again, and I know that he would take their information again, something about hearing it yeah. was like a big gut punch because yeah. it was like he was inviting them yeah. to do it. And it it's like, it also made me think like, what the hell are the Democrats doing? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, look, I get that like impeachment Proceedings are maybe maybe not the Most strategic move and I get that it Would be dead in the Senate and then he Would be able to use that as like an Exoneration yeah but like
1: they're really Like how how can they do this like Mm -hmm. how can They do this? yeah yeah Jerry Nadler Tweeted after Jerry Nadler um, leads the House Oversight Committee he's the Chairman and he from what I've read is Like down to impeach tomorrow but DTI. (laughs) DTI anytime call me let's do it But Nancy, like, he really respects her and he's like, she's not ready yet. So like right after this happened, he's like on Twitter, like, this is shocking. I can't believe it. We need to do something about this. I'm truly shocked, Nancy. Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't know what to do. Like, what would you do if you were Nancy?
1: I mean, every time something like this happens, like the calls grow like bigger and bigger. I mean, I understand the position that she is in. But for me, like of the number of things that are so troubling about this presidency, it's like the complete annihilation of norms that I think is the most dangerous because that affects us day to day. But it's also going to like it's going to take every time he does something like this and sets us back like we're like behind like 10 years now. And I like this More. is something that like it could hurt us politically. But like I feel like we need to be on the right side of history. Like we can't we need to put on the record that this was not. That this is not okay. This did not work. Again, like they try. I've heard recently comparisons with like Republicans did it to Bill Clinton, and they regretted it because it actually helped him. But like lying about a BJ is not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Well, that should be the title. <laughs> is lying about a BJ the <laughs> same, <laughs> same as collusion? Yeah, like this because this he's literally saying you're right. He's invited. He's like I do it. I do. It. He doesn't say I do it again, but he's like I I do it. He no. he's
2: he's it's saying he did again
1: right he's saying he would do it again from any from any country and and
0: here's what's scary about that because the quote-unquote opposition research that they're providing who says it even has to be true right and he doesn't care if it's true he's never cared if anything's true Mm -hmm. so it's like this is super super scary like like that you can't he can't even he's past the point where he even feels like he needs to lie about it right and it's like their whole strategy Is basically doubling down On like We actually did nothing wrong This is fine mm-hmm. And And he base And later in the clip He says like Every senator does it They take opposition right. research Like this is not the same no. As like a, using a consulting firm No
1: Getting like Hillary Clinton's Yearbook quote About taxes Or is Ralph not Northam's the same. yearbook Let's right. just say Yeah, yeah. Even Or Brett Kavanaugh's Even yearbook. that Fine Try. You can take that
0: yeah, but I mean, it's super dangerous. And
1: he... From a foreign power. And he refused to say that, like, this is election... George Stephanopoulos is like, you understand that's how we characterize election interference. And he said, no, 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 it's there's not interference. i just take it. I'd take it. And he said the FBI director is wrong because the FBI director said it is wrong. not okay.
0: Right. The other reason this is dangerous is because it's not like, oh, we'll take in helpful information from our allies who are helping us with intelligence. Because at this yeah. point, like, the whole concept of, like, allies and adversaries has been totally flipped on its head like what we you and I would consider or probably most of the listeners would consider an ally is very different from what he's now kind of calling our allies oh
1: yeah earlier this week he called um the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un his like his friend his his beautiful friend or something my beautiful (laughs) friend on HBO another
0: tell yeah is like when he uses the word beautiful to refer to people, beautiful babies ripped from their mother's arms. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that like never gets out of my head. Um, Yeah, it's, this is super dangerous. I think maybe we have a question of the day tomorrow about if you were Nancy Pelosi, what would you do? Yeah, Because I understand she's in a hard spot and I think she's really smart. And I don't want to like call into question her like understanding of strategy and like maybe she knows more than we do. But at the same time, it's like, this is really, we're like really far gone. And like, maybe she's just a bit behind on how things are going. And
1: I think what she's also said, and I actually think this is her genuine motivation, is that like when you do polls on what the American people want, They say no, but every time, like it keeps going up and up and up. And I mean, it might not get over 50% in time for his next election. But I I think that's generally what she's watching. And every time he does this, people are more motivated to like, okay, yes. Okay, yes. But I don't know how many more of these it's going to take.
0: But she's also watching the polls of like what with people with have no knowledge
1: like right like exactly. most people
0: don't really know what happened they don't know what's in the Mueller report like the point of the impeachment proceedings is because there's like an education process mm-hmm. like that goes with it and they're able to yeah. enact more serious hearings that it's just it it's gives true. them it's more like, power Yeah, we
1: can't get people on board with impeachment until impeachment proceedings begin because then they start to hear the things that are like okay yeah this is what we need to be doing
0: yeah if I were her I think at this point I would do it but maybe up until now I don't know if I I don't I would have been right. harder decision Okay. I'm tired. Let's move on to one more thing. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to do the first one? Yeah,
1: sure. So there's still lots of restrictive abortion laws. I mean, we're sort of waiting to see the fate of them. As we know, they're like designed to go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is ending this session. They're probably not going to take any of them up this time. But um, I talked recently about how actually people, governors across the country are trying to sort of like affirm the right to an abortion. So this week, something really, really big happened on that front. Illinois' governor, he signed something called the Reproductive Health Act into law. The act implements sweeping protections for abortion rights, and it protects, these are the words, an individual's fundamental right to make an autonomous decision about one's own reproductive health. Um, And that includes choosing to continue a pregnancy um, and have birth or just to have an abortion. The governor's name is J.B. Pritzker. Vote for him. Yeah, vote for Pritz. And he, like, even expressly said, like, if you're from another state, this is also affirms. You're right. Like, welcome. Come. Do we need to do here? come one? Come all. Yeah. 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 I
0: mean that the whole idea of like that people will. And I mean, some of the some of these bills, I believe the Georgia bill says that if you cross state lines and get yeah. an abortion elsewhere, you're still liable in Georgia. So, I mean, these states like, do they not care that no one's going to want to live there? Like if I were a woman raised there, I mean, I guess there are a lot of pro- I don't want to call them pro-life, but women who are against abortion access, they can stay. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, okay, but even if Roe v. Wade goes away, what's the matter? Well, these states are sort of being really proactive and like, yeah, that's what we're worried about. This isn't just a symbolic, like we love you, come here, have an abortion. If the federal right to have one goes away, the states can protect it themselves. And it's just really like terrifying that they're already rushing to do that. Yeah, but
0: good. It's good, yeah. Yeah. Um, another lighter story regarding the abortion situation is that 200 <laughs> CEOs took out a full-page ad in the New York Times expressing their disagreement with the recent abortion bans from companies like Twitter, Bloomberg, Glossier, Slack, Yelp, Betches. Even though we weren't on it, we do believe that. Um, and they, these companies like, all together employ over 100,000 people, and many of them are in states like Georgia and Alabama. And they basically wrote that they're no longer going to Try, set up their businesses in states with policies That hinder people's health, independence And ability to fully succeed in the workplace Adding that sexist policies impair Their ability to build diverse and inclusive Workforce pipelines, recruit top talent across the states And protect the well-being of all the people Who help keep our businesses thriving Day in and day out I think this goes to a point that a lot of people forget Is that abortion Access or the the rights to, For women to do what they want, choose when They're going to have children, choose you know, if you have a pregnancy, even if it's not just about choosing the timing of your children, if it's about your health or the viability of your pregnancy or whatever it is, these are economic questions yeah. for women. Like it really determines your economic future, whether you have to pay for child care, whether you can act, afford and if you're a single mother, what whatever it is, these are not simply just just oh, like babies popping out like right. it's it, those babies are humans yeah. that, that need to be taken care of and they're you know and yeah. the mothers need to it's not like oh you you end at the end of the nine months right
2: mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's
1: just the beginning i know and that's what i think is sort of interesting about you know these i feel like these these executive has have these executives have realized that they don't have to come out and say like we are pro-choice and anti like they don't necessarily have to say why they believe abortion should be right they're framing it as like this is a business interest for us. We don't want these people not the people that work for us not to be able to access the health care that they need. As much as I wish they would all come out and say like fuck you abortions a right D- we're not making like moral judgments on it. I think it's also heartening that like there is this other angle that has gotten a lot more people to say publicly this is not okay. We're going to take our money out of this state.
0: Yeah, because also like what
1: we what's not
0: being said here is that like right behind taking away the right to access an abortion is the lack of is the right to limit birth birth control you yeah. can get or make birth control very expensive and hard to get or taking it off your health plan yeah. and that kind of thing and using a religious religious liberty cause mm-hmm. to make sure that you can't get that as part of your health plan because it's not just abortion no abortion like there's really other questions that have to do with female reproductive health yeah birth control all these things that are not that have to do with family planning that are not necessarily terminating a pregnancy right so it's really a lot of issues that i think a lot of us take for granted i know i have in the past um so i think that brings us to the end of our show great um if you like the podcast please don't forget to rate review and subscribe share a quote to instagram share a screenshot to instagram Share anything to Instagram and we will share you. Yes,
1: you will be rewarded.
0: Yes, you will be rewarded for your share. <laughs> okay, guys, until the end of Democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Amanda Duberman. And this has been the Betches Up podcast. Bye. Bye.
2: Betches.